Are you a, a prune enjoyer? No. Mm. no. I was forced to be, so now I like them. We mean yeah. you were forced to be a prune. I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind them, but they have never helped me go to the bathroom. Gotcha. Um, the only time prune juice prune juice itself has helped me is when I've drank like the, the entire thing. thing. The entire half gallon of prune juice. And that's not that probably does more harm than good at that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when I was younger, I was really constipated. And I, you know, like I would go to the doctor for it and they'd be like, Oh, just drink just drink more prune juice and uh you know, fiber. That was the solution. I was like, I feel like there's something more, like more you could do, but okay. And so my mom would just push prune juice or prunes or plums or that cardboard fiber one cereal, the little fucking pellet yeah, one. Yeah, I hate that shit. I would eat that so much as a kid. Honestly, and by a kid, I was probably maybe like a teenager when right, this was happening. Right. And... I did not like it. I hated it. And the fiber, I still hate today. But prunes and, and plums and all of that, now as an adult, I enjoy the taste of it. I built up prune juice in my head as a kid that like one drop of it and you're shitting yourself. <laughs> like I never had any of it. No. It never worked like that for me. I was always like, man, get that away from me. It's scary. I, that that's why I always thought that the doctors could do more because I would eat all of this stuff and it, nothing helped. Yeah. So wait, so what ended up happening? You just I just dealt with grew it? up, and now I have normal. It was really just a, I guess when I was a teenager, maybe it was h- hormones. Huh. Mine's and, been ongoing since I was a little kid. Yeah, like, mine stopped yeah. once I like got to once I was like in college, probably. Mm. But I go every day now. Mm. That's, That's good. good. Yeah. That's big progress. Because I use my shower enema every day. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I sit on the toilet maybe once a week. <laughs> I think I think at least you won't get uh what is it, hemorrhoids? I no, I everything is everything is cool it's with me. Clean. <laughs> yeah. I think if you put your if, if you opened up your Spotify to our podcast <laughs> and you did a and you did a flick on our page and you stop and you put your finger on any podcast we're gonna start about brandon talking about his poops <laughs> me talking about shitting myself about, about about well i'm, I'm giving, I'm, giving like, I'm giving alternatives it's either it's either brandon talking about his his poop journey it's either me talking about how i've shit myself at some point or usually, some usually traumatic childhood anecdote I have about your poops. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, uh, there's, uh, I want to tell a, a story, an, an unsanctioned story from Peter oh, okay. um, about his poops. Uh, when he was in high school, he was like in a boarding school, like a golf boarding school. Um, and there was one particular type of chip that he really liked. I think it was like... Like potato chip? Yeah, okay. it was like a potato chip. It was like... I can't remember if it was a Dorito or if it was a Pringle, but there was one particular kind that he loved, and there was some sort of chemical in it that caused anal leakage. <laughs> and <laughs> and so he was just going out through his days just consistently leaking from his anal. And... um he couldn't figure out what it was and he tried everything and he didn't know what except cutting out the chips except cutting out the <laughs> chips and then once he stopped eating the chips 
he stopped leaking. It sounds like those wow chips. You remember those wow chips? No. Wow that chips. were they were cooked with the oil that didn't add fat to the chips, but that oil made had like that problem with had that problem with people. Like you don't see those anymore. Huh. I don't remember those. Yeah. So was anal leakage like like simultaneously really really a runny poops plus a loose asshole? I I think Anal I leakage. I'm not a medical professional. Yeah. Let's call up Karina. <laughs> yeah. My roommate's time, a, time to call. My roommate's in med enough. school. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think anal leakage is, I don't think it's the leaking of poop. I think it's the leaking of like, there's too much, like it, it doesn't, uh, cause you're, you're, Large intestine and your colon are supposed to reabsorb the water out of your poop. That's what makes it harder. So I think it's like not absorbing that water and that water is coming out. Wow. That's, that's probably brown diarrhea. water. Brown water. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a that's a fact for me to learn today. Yeah, diarrhea is when you're like it's that comes out because it doesn't <laughs> It hasn't absorbed the water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to I got to So take whenever it up with my you put water and... up there and then it all comes out and then it goes down the drain and you don't have to worry about it no more. Well, welcome to Dinner with a Movie. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts Blake and as always I'm joined by <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> we're joined by Jose. And this week we're talking about a casino. <laughs> Again, again, again. Blake, Blake has a story. <laughs> uh, we were last week. You may be wondering. Oh, Blake probably just forgot to post the uh, the podcast again last week, as he normally does. But that's not the case this time. What happened is we recorded a full two two hour episode on casino, and lo and behold, I realized it was only recording from my laptop the entire time, and so you can't hear uh, Jose or Brandon talking in it. And uh, so, yeah, this is our second time sitting down a week later to discuss Casino. We've let it ruminate in our heads for for two weeks. So I expect us to have much more thoughtful nuance and conversation about it this time. But no one will ever know if it is or if it isn't. Yeah. Right. So, Except for us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's happening. We're we're talking about casino again. For you, know. it'll be the first time. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, uh, hopefully, it sounds like it's uh, just the first time we've talked about it. Um. But you may hear us say, like I said last time, or refer to something before, which we'll try to keep at a minimum. But uh, that might happen. And if that does, you just gotta wait till you get to heaven, and then you can probably watch our you know, real time, you can see our podcast. Uh, I don't then. think that's is how that, heaven works. Is that what's in heaven? Just CCTVs of everything that's ever happened? Well, I mean, essentially, that's what we saw. Yeah, for, time uh, travel time travel, and being, being able to to watch backwards in time. Is, what what is, was the movie that we watched uh, where they watched their lives back on DVD in heaven? Oh, defending your life. Defending your life. It's but like that. that was but you get to their watch lives. But you get to say, "Hey, I would like." There was this one lost episode of Casino from Dinner with a Movie, my favorite movie, and but that's actually not my favorite their podcast. Lives. That's like you our lives. But no, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm adjusting the lore a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Where, yeah, uh, you go to heaven. You're you're looking at your DVR, and you say, "I would like to see the lost recording of Casino." Um, so that's the only time you'll get to see 
after you go to the past lives pavilion yes and and you see yourself running from a lion (laughs) (laughs) uh so yes we're talking casino we ate last week uh this week we ate chicken tacos but that wasn't relevant yeah Uh, last week we ate well they were from las vegas so there you go there there you go i guess this whole show is authenticity yeah this whole show has been uh casino related i suppose um last week uh Brandon made some delicious spaghetti and a meatball. I made it as a spicy meatball. A spicy meatball and a spaghetti. Okay, we're bordering on that uh, was, being uh... racist. <laughs> oh, it's okay to be racist towards Italians. I'm Italian. Is No, you're Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more Italian than anybody here. Did you not hear what I just said? <laughs> the spice and the meatball. Um, and then Jose brought uh, blueberry uh, muffins. Yeah. Yes. Um, spaghetti meatballs is what the mob bosses are eating that they got one of their moms to make for them in their back shop of the produce store. And uh, the blueberry muffins is what uh, they're eating. Um, I think it's Green and Ace are talking about firing um, that guy. And then, uh, yeah, they both have their blueberry muffins, and he doesn't get enough blueberries in his. Yeah, it's very, very sparse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he goes back into the kitchen and tells him, "I want, I want an even amount of blueberries in every muffin." And my favorite, one of my favorite lines is the guy just looking at him and just deadpanningly saying, "Do you know how long that's going to take?" I don't think it would take as long. It would it be annoying? Yes, I don't think it takes as long. In reality, he had a number that he told the guy. I want this many blueberries in every <laughs> single muffin. Yeah, I think it was at least ten, is what he asked for. Oh, I thought it was like like thirteen, fourteen. Hmm. I uh, in preparation for our, our casino redux. Our, I mean, oh, this is you, essentially. Did you go down a uh, a little bit of Wikipedia? A history. I read some Wikipedia yeah. pages yeah. today. Yeah, I didn't read anything because I got my fucking notes. We've been talking about <laughs> doing a cats and dogs revisited for the longest time, and look at us doing a casino revisited before cats and dogs. Before cats and dogs revisited. Um, I it said at least what I was hearing is like at least ten, but maybe it was a more specific number. I think it was a more specific number. But I would think it would take a long time. I don't know. You don't think so? Well, if you're making a batch. Yeah. Because then you have all the blueberries and dough in one thing, right? Or maybe they would put the dough in and they would just put the blueberries in one by one and mix it up just for a particular muffin. I guess it would depend on how many muffins you're making in a day. How many muffins could that In a casino, that, that would be a lot of muffins in a casino. But back then, maybe you're getting 10 muffins. What do you mean back then? <laughs> there wasn't that many people going. As many. There were there were a lot of people. There's always been a lot of people coming to Vegas. Well, there's always been a lot. But, I mean, it's less capacity. It's one casino. It's less capacity than it is now. And uh, how many people are the, of those are eating muffins? Right. But you have muffins. to remember, he was in charge of five or four or five casinos. So just it wasn't just one casino's worth of muffins. That's true. That's true. But we're talking in this specific case, this specific muffin situation. In the movie? In the movie, yeah, yeah. I think all the kitchen would have to do is make sure that the blueberry muffins had blueberries in them. I mean, if I got a blueberry muffin and there was no blueberries in it, I'd be pretty fucking pissed off too. I don't know. To me, it's Let simple. Let alone give it's one like, to the boss. Right. To me, it's like when you make chocolate chip cookies. 
you're scooping it out. You get to the bottom of the bowl, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit! This barely has any chocolate chips." You add you just some throw more. A couple more, yeah. and you, and you yeah. call it good. Yeah. Like I don't. I think, agree. He, I think he has a valid it's not criticism. That, it's, it's not that hard, but yeah, he does have a valid criticism. Yeah. Well, I think a good question is: is in that situation, not only well, the main problem is that Ace doesn't have enough blueberries in his muffin. But the question is, does Green have too many blueberries yeah, in his muffin? way too many in his yeah. muffin. Way too many. So that's an issue, too. Because you can't just add more blueberries to the whole batch and hope that it fixes it. Exactly. It's just going to mess up the, the, the ratio of all muffins. Something to think about. Something to chew on. Yeah. Think about muffin ratio. So, Jose, um, you chose this movie. <laughs> Why did you choose this movie? <laughs> uh, I chose this movie because I'm a sucker for anything that's set here in Vegas. And because I'd never seen it before. And it had been recommended to me. And I figured if I was going to watch a Scorsese film for the first time, it should probably be Casino. Yeah. Yeah, and um, my history for with this movie <laughs> is that I watched it last week for the first time, but before that I had not seen it, um, but I had seen Goodfellas, and I was going to say Secret Life of Walter Mitty, but- We have seen that. <laughs> but I, but that's not a Scorsese movie. I don't know why that came in my head. Um, Wolf of Wall Street was the one that replaced that. Uh, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street and Goodfellas is what I've seen. Um and Raging Bull, which we which we've discussed before as well as last week, and it's not good. I don't like it. <laughs> Brandon, what about your history with Casino? Um, I know I didn't watch this in the movie theater, but I watched it after it was out on DVD or VHS, whatever it was out on. Um, yeah, yeah. So we've uh, we've watched it before. <laughs> I did not watch it again for this week, and I'm I'm regretting it. <laughs> I didn't watch it again either. <laughs> but he's not regretting because he has notes. Yeah. What about you? Because I've excuse? seen it. I've seen it previous times before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about. Man, I've still seen it. I've seen term. it more than my, you and more than you. Yeah. yeah my combined. excuse is. Uh, I'm at my peak wittiness when I have nothing to work with. That's so. a good point. When you're when you're grasping for the tiniest threads of short-term right. memory. <laughs> Jose likes to fly by the seat of his pants. Yeah. yeah. And we it's, love to watch it's it. It's how I did it in school. It's how, how I'll continue to do it. You should do the next few movies without watching them, and I want to see what happens. That, the I, I would have had to at least watch them once to be able to do that. Well, I mean, you don't have any more movies in the jar. I've so. seen Jimmy Neutron. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Um, let's not forget your logline this time, Brandon. <laughs> keep referring to last week. Like, like Blake's like, like, we're going to keep it to a bit of a, and yeah. he's done it the most. <laughs> well, um, we forgot the log line before. God damn it. Well, I said that because I knew I was going to do it the most. <laughs> um, a gangster casino executive in Las Vegas must keep everyone happy or else he runs the risk of being taken care of. Mm-hmm. He's got to make everyone happy. He's got to make everyone the the money. Yeah got to make the bosses happy he's got to make the the casino happy he's got to make the his wife com- county commission he's happy he's got to make his wife happy 
And he's got to make a spaghetti. He's a poor guy. Yeah. He's got bad. a lot on his shoulders. Well, he doesn't make the spaghetti. He's Jewish. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, That's he true. He's still Italian. Yeah. No, he's not. Well, in well, real De Niro's life. Well, in real life, De Niro, he is. <laughs> De Niro, in, the, in the movie, he's Jewish. Um, so he's got to make the matzah. What, are you saying Jewish people can't make a spaghetti? No, that's not what I'm saying. No, they make Jewish spaghetti with, with matzah balls and gefilte fish. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's get some fun facts, Jose. Uh, Maybe. Sure. A little bit about spaghetti. Spaghetti. I think. You know what? Jewish spaghetti is chicken noodle soup. What makes when it you Jewish? think about it? Oh, it's, chicken noodle soup is like. Well, what makes chicken, chicken noodle soup? Chickens Jewish. are. Oh, because Jewish? Jewish people make the best chicken noodle soup, man. Mm, I gotta go to a chicken noodle soup. I need a, I need a soup. Chicken, chicken noodle soup is called Jewish penicillin. Jewish penicillin? Yeah, I could see that because you eat it when you have a cold. Yeah, it works on me. Casino came out in 1995 <laughs> <laughs> and has a runtime of two hours and 58 minutes. It was written and directed by Martin Scorsese based on the book by Nicholas Pileggi, who also wrote the screenplay for Goodfellas. And as we've discussed, uh, Scorsese has also made Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, Gangs of New York, The Aviator, The Departed, Hugo, Wolf of Wall Street, The Irishman, and coming soon, Killers of the Flower Moon. Which I'm pumped for. That trailer is fucking cool. It does look cool. It, have Have you seen it in the theater? I, uh, I saw it. I did. I just can't remember in front of what. Because like, the, the way that that, that is like, because sometimes you can look at a trailer and you can just say that was edited so well. And some about the music and the beats and the sound of that trailer hit so hard in the theater for me. So many trailers are bad nowadays that it it, it stands out even more so. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't reveal too much. It like, it it's, oh, I don't know, I like it's it. More, it's more focusing on the tone of the movie than what the movie is about. I saw a lot of, you know, onliners, Redditors, discussing, like, how... Because there was a first trailer to it, which I didn't watch, which I hear is a totally different tone. It's, like, much mm. more serious. It's much less, like... Because that right. beat is incredible. And I don't know. I wonder what the... Because Scorsese kind of always does that, like, there's that seriousness, but there's also that... Um, It always cuts to a scene that's, like, edited with some groovy beat, you know? That's his thing. And yeah. I could see that being a mix of tone, even for that movie. I don't know. I haven't seen like Irishman, so I don't know if like that's something he's moved away from, or if he still does that. You didn't watch yeah. all of Irishman, but no, but I still count it as something I watched because I watched enough to make a whole movie, <laughs> <laughs> an hour and a half. I yeah. thought about it, and the the some of the de aging scenes just put me off from starting it. It, it, I didn't watch it, but I know that they're supposed to be moving like young men, but they're still moving like how old they are, <laughs> but they've de-aged their faces in it. <laughs> just accept it. You got to embrace it or just put some, you know, put some young man to the role. Yeah. I mean, like they did in, in Godfather 2 because mm -hmm. De Niro was the young Vito. I feel like, 
I don't know. If I was I mean, like, and, and, and De Niro and Marlon Brando don't look nothing alike. It, it seems to me like older movies were much more willing to cast a, just a different actor to play a past version of themselves. Yeah. And nowadays it's just, oh, let's just cast the same person and use CGI to fix it. Yeah. And I don't get that. I don't know why. I don't either. Because I feel cause like if can? you do it how they used to do it, you would just get criticized for casting somebody that doesn't look like them. Yeah. I, that's something I could very easily have like, I I don't care. I'll turn my brain off. That's them. I'll accept it. So yeah. the de-aging is so much more distracting than like a recast could ever be. The, there's few de-aging where I think it's it works for me. Not in how it looks, but just in, in what it adds to the plot. You know what? One movie that but, does... Huh? But if you're de-aging an actor who you've seen young in films... Yeah. And you know what they look like young, and then you de-age them as an older actor, and you're like, oh, something does not jive here because it doesn't look like he looked <laughs> yeah. like... You know, 40 years ago. It's like two layers of uh, the Uncanny Valley. Because they right. already look weird, but then they don't match what they were supposed to look like. Yeah, what you remember yeah. them looking like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, one of the few that I genuinely think it's spot on is Michael Douglas in the first Ant-Man. I think he looks... That CGI uh, or that de-aging, to me, is still one of the better ones. I, I think, can't remember that, but I'll trust you I think you he, he really looks like how he did when he was young in that movie. Yeah, I think the one that really works, Gemini Man. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that, Brandon? It's uh, Will Smith Smith. versus Young Will Smith. Oh, (laughs) I I never watched that. I didn't either. And I never will now. (laughs) Unless unless it's put in a jar. (laughs) I've never seen it. The trailers looked funny, though. They looked, yeah, they looked... It looked like they just put his face on another person i don't know if they de-aged him or if they deep faked him i don't know i'd have to look into it something for our gemini man episode i'm not putting that in the jar it was a d something (laughs) i'll put it as all of mine so it'll get picked for sure um did you have all your fun facts uh yeah i think so uh, the cinematographer is Robert Richardson. We've talked about him uh, recently with Wag the Dog, uh, also with Kill Bill 1 and 2 and Glorious Bastards. Uh, he's also done Air, Venom 2, and uh, World War Z as uncredited, which uh, maybe he jumped off the project early. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. I've never seen I, that movie. What, World War Z? Yeah. I have the DVD. You can borrow it. I have the book. I've heard it's very different. Yeah. It's probably on something streaming. I just remember seeing the big like tower of zombies that they make. Like the set piece they show and yeah. showed in every trailer. And uh, it didn't interest me. I don't know. No? I like it. I've watched it a couple times. Yeah. I'm not a big zombie guy, so I, I never I never had the interest. Maybe I'll watch it with the Brandon Seal of approval. It's... um. I don't know. I I, I kind of liked it. It had some mm. good twists and turns in it. Okay. And, yeah. Huh. Um. And now we can move on to my character corner. You've got it. You watched it recently. Yeah, you watched it again. Yeah, I watched it again. 
Um, we talked about it a week ago, so you should remember all these names. Okay, so we got our guys: Sam, uh, Sam, Ace, uh, Rothstein, uh, his you, wife. Look, you're looking at your phone. I don't think you should have your phone out. Okay, for I'll, this close it, test. I'll close it. Uh, Sam, Ace, Rothstein, his wife Ginger, uh, their uh, daughter Amy, um, his friend uh, Nikki. I can't remember his last name. Nikki uh, Joe Pesci is Nikki Moreno. It'd be a clause if he was Italian. Nikki San Santoro. There you nice. Go. Okay. Uh-huh. Nikki Santoro. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it would be more impressive if I haven't already done this. That makes that, that makes sense on uh, the Nikki part too, Saint Nicholas. Yeah, that's huh? true. Yeah. Hey, he's a, he's the Nikki Santoro. He's the Irish Santa Claus, <laughs> Nikki Santoro. And his brother, who helped, I think, primarily run the restaurant, uh, is Dominic. Um, his buddy, his right hand man, it seems, is Frankie, which I, th- I think his last name is Moreno. Uh, Marino. Marino. Yeah. Um, and then we have the main Dom boss who's speaking most of the time uh, is Remo Gaggi. I don't know his last name. Yeah. Remo Gaggi. Um, then we have, oh, we have the casino manager, mm-hmm. Billy Sherbert. Very good. Uh-huh. And uh, who else is on there? Um, the fake casino manager. The fake casino. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Dang, I know it's green. I know we. Hmm. Thanks, screwdriver. Phillips. Philip Green. Phillips Flathead Green. <laughs> um, there's no. Just, there's, just no <laughs> there's no Flathead Phillips <laughs> screwdriver. Flathead Phillips Green. There's no Flathead Phillips screwdriver. Okay, it's Philip. It's either a Phillips or a Flathead. What about a Phillips flathead? There's no Phillips flathead. Unless it's like one of those double-ended ones, then yeah, you could have one. Or the one that has all the different bits at the, on the back of it. Right. But still, the one you're using is the one you're using. It's not both. But if it's a two-sided... Um, you're not de- <laughs> you're not DPing the screw you're screwing into with, with a Phillips head and a flathead at the same time. Okay. I think we could find something. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Look. <laughs> look look we'll in this great big we'll, box behind we'll find me. We'll find a situation where we need it. Uh, are there any other names? Sure there are. Um, not that I remember. Ginger's, uh, oh, Ginger's friend. Lester. Um, uh, shiny Jewel. Lester Diamond. Nice. Lester Diamond. Um um, the guy that gets fired. Do you remember his name? No, Mister Cowboy, Bob. No, close. Um, you got the middle Robert. No, you got the middle letter right. O. Yeah, yeah. As in the first letter of his name. No, no, it's the, the middle, middle letter. <laughs> letter, right? O. Like Wordle, you got the O in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, Joe. it's green. Is it Joe? No. No. Mm. No for Joe. Uh, Bob, Joe, <clears throat> Tom. No. No Timmy, no Tommy. No Timmy, no, no, no Tom. Tommy. Not in this. Bob, uh, Tom, Joe. Think think Mafia boss. Yeah, I think the head of a Mafia Dom? family. Yeah. 
Don. Don. Yeah. I say Dom because I had in, in my first music video, our pizza place was called Dom Pipa's Pizza. Dom, <laughs> Dom, Dom is usually short for Dominic. Okay. So that's Dom. So Don. So it could be a Don Dom. Don Dom Pipa. Um, yeah. You remember the commission chairman, his name? No, I don't. Um, you, what do you expect on your back if you do a good job? A pat. And, <laughs> and what do spiders make? <laughs> I'm going to do this again. <laughs> web. Okay. Pat Web. <laughs> Man, I'm so smart. I'm like, I'm like five minutes of the episode we didn't air was was Blake trying to figure out what a web was. Well, no, okay. So Brandon had said at the time he said, "What? Well, okay, well, here's a hint. What do spiders? Well, no, no. He put his arms out and I said spider, and you said yes, and then you started make your spider climbing up and, your fucking and no, and then no. I put my hand in the corner of my cabinet like a web is fanned out." That doesn't did look it, like anything. It, no, but Brandon also said, "What does what do they use to catch bugs?" bugs. And you said legs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now that I don't remember, and there's no evidence of it, you can be just making it up. <laughs> well, there's my character quarter. I believe I did call you a moron, though. <laughs> That's okay. It's one of those you just. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And now we can start discussing the movie. Yeah, let's discuss the movie. As a lot of um, Scorsese films, this is kind of a docu-style. It's got the two uh, the two narrators. It's very jumpy around. You got some some like uh, there's like the moment where they're talking about the Doms, all the the mob folks, mm-hmm. and they all like stop at their table and they look at the camera. It's got that stylized bit where yeah. it's kind of like it's telling a story, but it's also like breaking the fourth wall in that way. Um, that's pretty much, yeah, yeah. He's he's he, he seems to be consistent with that, or but that probably also just the type of stories he likes to tell or he looks for. Yeah, but it's it the introduction is forty minutes long. Yeah, it's a forty minute like what you'd think would be like maybe like a frontline episode amount of information in like mm-hmm. 40 minutes of a Scorsese thing with just straight narrations. And it's hard to like pin down a, like a narrative structure. I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to like judge a narrative like this when it's like, it's just telling what's happening over history, but it's not exactly interested in like an act structure. Well, it's the it's it's all introduction. Yeah, it's all it's all giving you anytime you give backstory to something that hasn't even happened. It's all just introduction. All of that's introduction. Because the beginning, you got to set up. You got to set up a lot. You got to set up um, how Nikki and Sam had got there. You got to set up how Sam got the casino, who Ginger is, how they got involved. Um, how the mob got involved in the casino. The whole mob structure, what they're doing, how they're getting money. Um, it's, a, it's a ton of information that you just got to like pack in there. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's kind of just the nature of, of the source material, right? 
it's not it's not really a, it's not based on a novel in the sense or a fictional novel it's based on a you know an account of something that actually happened and so i'm sure that there's a limitation there in how you take all of this information that probably doesn't seem so daunting in the book because of its format and now you have to pack it into to this movie i don't think it needs 40 minutes though no yeah i i kind of disagree just on the second watch i think and this was like um i don't have a problem with the pacing of the first 40 minutes i think it flies by for me and on the second watch that that proved it again that it just i didn't even notice time until it hits like the 40 minutes uh-huh. and then after that then i start really noticing the time for for the movie um well because there's a shift in storytelling at that mm-hmm. point so you don't have the narrative you don't have you aren't being spoon-fed you have to actually watch the movie now so you're saying because i have to start thinking it just because there's that shift in in the film from from exposition to actual storytelling through a story through a movie story that you're used to your brain is used to this being told oh you know there's images going with what i'm being told i only have to pay attention to what i'm being told and then once it shifts your brain is used to being told and now like not yours in particular, but everybody's. Um, and then you have to shift to movie watching now mm-hmm. instead of like documentary watching. Those are two d- entirely different things. So that's why time s- slows down for you because it's just a different format altogether. That's my problem with it is that there's there a little bit at the beginning is is fine but show me those things through the storytelling not through exposition cuz i don't i don't want to watch a a book on film i want to watch a film yeah i want to see that stuff happen i don't want to be told i mean I, but I there's just, some good I, information I see its in merit there. in it i see its merit in it to to do it the way that it is cuz then it I think what it what it does is it evokes a different feeling. It evokes this feeling of where you're sitting down with them and they're just telling you a story. And I think if if you can see it as you being told a story instead of exposition, it can be very entertaining. And I think it, it just depends on how one personally sees that scene or the, that the, that first act, I guess. If you just see it and it's like an exposition slog, yeah, it can feel very boring, but I can also see it just like, oh, these guys are telling you this story, something that actually happened, and because it's in a storytelling format, through the ex- through the narrating, I-, I think that can be very entertaining. So I, I think it just, I think this re- those 40 minutes really just depend on what your expectation of exposition is. Yeah. And and just the amount of information in there, I just don't know how you could like tell a story. Like I don't know how you could tell and not show with with what they want to do. You'd have to select, I think, a smaller time frame, or I don't know. I don't know how you would structure this without doing like those major jumps in time, separated by narr- like a narrator and um, without like explaining what's going on. Well, the well, actually, uh, counter to myself. 
It, um, it includes a lot of information that no one in their right mind is going to actually remember all of. And a lot of that information is um, not, it's useful to the story, but it's not, the story doesn't depend on it. Yeah. Like, like talking about how the casinos make money and how, how they, they skim the money and all of that, that could be, that, that can be just told through just the narrative. I think yeah. that's it, important for the tone, but I do agree that there are some things like when Nikki lists the names of his gang, completely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. That that's the one of those where he it, spent it's a good told through the story anyways because they say each other's names. Right. And, yeah. You, yeah. There that's one of those examples I think you just don't need that there. Yeah, uh, and it makes me kind of wonder about how much necessity there is for, like, general narration. Um, like, there's moments, like, thinking about it where, um, and this is just pure style, like, like just talking about the style of the movie, but uh, when Nikki and Ace are, like, at the bar where the guy, where Ace just asks about, is this your pen? And then the guy says, oh, why don't you shove it up your ass, you idiot, or something. And then Nikki just takes the pen, like kills the guy with it, um, where it kind of pauses there is going over it. And then you have this slowed down shot of Nikki just like, you know, w- like wired up after it. And then Ace says, like, I was just trying to get to get to know, like, why the guy was so worked up. And Nikki just goes up and hits him where it's like things like that are scattered throughout the movie where I think you can get the gist of that by just watching that scene and watching how they react to each other. Like Ace was not excited about what Nikki was doing. He was very confused. He was very like, you didn't need to do that. I think by yeah, his body I think language. It's, it's like an eye roll moment. Oh, yeah. Nikki's at it again, you know. And, and, then he says it, and then he says it. Yeah. 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 So just that narration throughout, I think there's a lot of scenes where you could just take the narration out and I would, I would totally understand that. But that's that's a style thing. I think if you get rid of that entirely, it's just a different movie, right? In terms of like whose perspective it is and and everything. Um, something I noticed more about the narration this time around is uh, I didn't really think about how like much the movie is framed through like an unreliable narration of um Ace, where it's like he's talking about events and much more how he would want to be perceived and how it he would rather have it sound for other people. Um. So I wonder if there's just a lot of scenes in here that happen how we see them directed in a way that Ace would want you to see them, you know, not just the narration, but more how they're shown and and what shots are are shown and and things like that. Because we talked a lot of shit about Ginger and uh, while that shit is warranted, I think um, I kind of was a lot more sympathetic with her this time around. And and that was me kind of coming more to terms with um, how uh, how much Ace was trying to pr- like prop himself up as the good guy there in his narration and in like what you see, because um, I would assume there's a lot like taken out in his life there that's not added that he was doing or was um, making Ginger to feel like she was so cooped up so lonely so isolated. Well, the, the series of events that happen in the movie uh they happened in real life mm. yeah and I, I know it was it's like i was accurate. reading that you know he 
was equally as unfaithful to her as as she was. Yeah, and which I, isn't just isn't shown in the movie at all, right? Yeah, I read on top of that. I read that he would also abuse her as well, and yeah. he he was so into- which is probably normal for the early eighties. I'm right? just surprised they wouldn't show it. I think, I think well like, because because you you want your hero to be sympathetic to the audience. But and if he was beating Ginger, he would no longer have that sympathy. And if he was fucking around on Ginger, then it would mean Ginger fucking Nikki later on, or and possibly fucking Lester Diamond throughout their entire marriage. Um, not hit so hard, like um. Yeah, they they painted him as um as a hero and didn't detract from from him being a hero. Scorsese just hasn't had a problem with just sh- letting his protagonists be villainous though. I I I'm not sure why he wouldn't It seems like a weird adaptation of history to kind of wash his sins clean through like well i don't think i don't think he does i think there's still he does manipulate ginger into Mm -hmm. their marriage he does you know um allow things to happen under his watch in the casino that uh were not on the up and up that were you know he allowed nikki to harass people until he got black booked yeah and we're, we're talking about like um, not only just the the physical like beatings of people who were cheating and or the murders but nikki also like he knew nikki was in the in the uh the casino uh he had all his guys in there trying to um work the the tables and everything and um he had let that happen as well just because it was yeah. nikki and, yeah yeah so so I mean he's not clean by any means. Yeah. But but the the people that are his um antagonists need to be worse than him. So where do you go if you're showing that he's beating up uh if he's if he's beating on his wife, if he's beating on Ginger and if he's totally in cahoots with with Nikki and and fucking anything that moves there's no there's no more sympathy to give give him so they can't they can't like be real in that aspect yeah yeah like with in in goodfellas um henry hill right that's i think i believe that's his name i mean he fucks around on his wife he's running cocaine he's doing cocaine he's He's doing all of this stuff, but you're still kind of invested in him because you want him to get away from 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 the mob, from the cops, from from everybody. You're kind of in, invested, even though he is not a good person at all. This movie really pushes the he just wants to run his casino trait. Yeah, it, that, that that's I think yeah. the main push to make him a more sympathetic protagonist. Oh, he just cares about his casino. He seems and he cares about his daughter. So yeah, I I think that is a deliberate push to make him seem more sympathetic. I don't. For me, I I'm kind of with you. Maybe it's a little bit too much to not 
show, I guess, the more nuanced side of, of his abuse with, with Ginger. Yeah. I, I think when something in that intense, like, side of how he treated her, like, not showing that, I think, is... Uh, a disservice I, I see both, to what you're I see trying both to show. sides of it. Yeah. Cause like you're, I understand like changing the story for certain things for a better story. But when you have like a documented case of this guy, like abusing her and being far more. Well then, physical. then if you're going to show that, then it turns into, it, it turns into the marriage between this guy and, and this woman and how, um, it evolves and, and dies in the end and she dies. Um, and it becomes less about the casino business and becomes less. And that's one of our criticisms was that it kind of does the, the casino part of it, um, piques my interest. Everything that happens after he doesn't get approved for his license kind of falters and and loses its way and puts the the more interesting thing on the back burner yeah yeah Yeah. puts the more interesting thing on the back burner and then blows up ginger to 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 be this thing that he now has to deal with because she's this just kind of comically insane person by the end and I would like a little more nuance as to why she like went off the deep end like that. And if there was more stuff shown as to yeah, because like, what she seems done. so together in the beginning. Yeah. Whenever she's introduced, she is hustling. She's taking advantage of players on the on the uh, not roulette um, craps table. Yeah, um, she's. She's beautiful and she's not, she's not fucking nuts. She's she, not crazy. She's really smart. She's basically playing the whole town. She's yeah. pays off everyone. She, she knows treats how everyone to, well. Yeah. She yeah. knows how to work the system mm-hmm. and kudos for her. I really like her in the beginning. And then she just kind of goes fucking nuts. It's like the shift is too quick. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if there's more in there that ease that change in her character yeah it wouldn't be so bad but it, it kind of just happens as soon as i don't know it feels like once lester's introduced she loses that um she loses those other attributes that she has right because my question is always if she's making all this money why is she giving it to lester right why why the fuck is lester there <laughs> yeah and i think because it seems like she's plays it pretty cool until amy looks about like three or four and so it's been a few years at least when she asked for like the twenty five thousand dollars that that uh ace is like i need to trust you <laughs> if we trust each other completely tell me where tell me what the money for <laughs> Which I think is funny because he's like saying, if if we're in a relationship, we need to trust each other completely. Now tell me what the twenty five thousand dollars is for <laughs> right now. Um, it's his own perceived notion of trust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it seems about then, and then she gives the money to to um, Lester, and once he gets Lester like beaten up, then she starts to drink and and you and take his drugs and everything a lot. I don't yeah. think her hair or makeup helps no how quickly the transition feels that genuine karen haircut that she gets i I don't think i don't think it helps (laughs) yeah it it totally doesn't and and i just on this second watch just completely um 
am in love with how good she is in that last scene where she uh, shows up at the house, starts hitting his car, gets in, and just the way she talks to the cops, the way she talks to to Sam, um, she's so good. <laughs> she is so funny. Um, yeah, and it's not just that. It's like the editing with her and the directing of her scenes where um, Sam is telling the cops, like, I'll let her in if she's calm. Just let her just calm down and the shot is still on sam but you hear her scream from off screen i am calm (laughs) she's just so funny um and i i don't know i i think uh i i don't mind her that much now i don't know and and i think it's kind of because i'm seeing a little bit more of okay like what was her lifestyle before what was sam's lifestyle before like their relationship was never gonna work just because she tells him straight up i don't love you um what's that gonna do like over time that what is that going to do to ginger you know like her whole lifestyle before was freedom that was what defined her where she could she she could do anything she wanted and then she would always go back to lester but now she can't do anything she wanted and she also can't go back to lester but i don't i I never see that she can't do what she wants i never i never see uh, we see ace like wanting to give her things and pamper her. He gives her all the jewelry, but they lock it up in the, the, the safe deposit box. Um, but he buys her the big house and, and he's actually trying to give her things, which is perfectly fine. But I never once hear him say, you can't go gamble anymore. You can't go to casinos anymore. You can't do this. You can't do that anymore. It's it's kind of like it's self-imposed. Like, oh, I'm here now and you bought this house so I have to sit in it. And I'm going crazy sitting here. Maybe that's more of that we don't see Ace's abuse of her or limit or... Not like physical See, abuse, but that but control mental. that control was evident from the beginning. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, like you know, I mean, would, we. I wish continue. we would have seen more of that. Yeah, yeah, maybe not necessarily. I understand the create, or I if that was a reason for it, the creative decision to not show him be physically abusive, but that controlling aspect that would have been helpful to see more of. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because that's how he is, like in his work, he's so detail oriented. Needs control over everything, and and that's what makes him so interesting when he's building his casino. And by the time we see it with Ginger, is <laughs> she's already kind of gone off the deep end. It's like, yeah, give her a little beat. So you're like, <laughs> so like when when he's yelling at her at the restaurant about how much she spent. At that point in the movie, you're like, well, she's she's kind of lost it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you um. So even though he is being very uh, abrasive towards her and how like you know his his line of questioning I think a lot of people just wouldn't have an issue with it or wouldn't think of it as controlling because yeah. of where she's already at in her story. It, it be, yeah, because it comes off as he's not trying to control her, he's trying to help her. Right. He's trying to be her savior by oh don't drink so much. Oh keep away from Lester Diamond. He's not a good guy. I know guys like this. Um, here, stay here. I'll protect you. It comes off as that savior kind of thing instead of being the catalyst to her going fucking crazy. Um, I would have liked to have seen yeah. him be the catalyst to her going crazy. 
something I heard through my history digging is that he would write a really like detailed day-to-day schedule that he would ask her to do and he would put it on the fridge and say like here's what you're going to do today like from morning to night i would have liked to have um, seen that that would have been i feel like that that's is, totally 100 yeah. percent controlling yeah <laughs> so something like that would have been much much more interesting to see him imposed right off the bat and and yeah. and it locks in with the casino mm-hmm. and it makes her character shift feel more consistent instead of just oh and, and natural natural that's yeah. yeah that's the word i'm looking for natural yeah. yeah it's too bad because i feel like for me to justify like the proper arc for her i have to like you're saying i have to kind of make up in my mind oh he must have been more controlling than we see. Like he must have told her, you can't go out gambling. You can't do this. But then there's a line later where he says like, we always knew we both screwed around. I did my thing. She did her thing. So it seems like he didn't control her in that way because he just says, we knew that that was the deal. We would just do our own thing. So it just makes her seem so much more unreasonable than, than I think is interesting. It'd be much more interesting if she was not unreasonable, but still acted the same way she did because she, like even when she gets crazy, like that's fun to watch. Um, but it just been more interesting, I think, than just to be like on Ace's side the whole time there. Cause it's like, yeah, she's crazy. What's going on? You can have her be like losing her mind and doing like that or showing up to the house and have her have genuine reasons for, she can still be crazy in the sense of her actions, but her motivation is genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Or the reason why she's acting that way is completely 100% his fault. And now he has to fucking deal with it. Yeah. He's, he's made a monster and now he needs to do what he needs. And and that would work with him and Nikki. He's allowed the same thing. He's allowed him to, exert his own control over Vegas and have his little gang running around and doing everything. And what, and he loses control of him and then he loses his license because of it. And that would be a more connected. Yeah. It, it would be a more complete circle for his, for Ace's character that a, a lot of his, a lot of what happens to him is his own undoing, his own self-sabotage. And yeah. it kind of is, but it's not in a satisfying way because no. really what brings him down at least gets him uh, his uh, like license revoked or uh, like denied is when he fires um, Dom. Uh, Dom and uh, after he fires him, like he does it for a totally valid reason. Like he messes up. He doesn't catch the... Because they like replaced the reels or something in the slot machine. Was that what it was? They did. They altered the slot machine somehow. It was yeah. an inside job. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying, well, you didn't notice that three of these jackpots hit one right after the other and you didn't question it. Where were you? Mm-hmm. So he has a valid point. You know, after the first one hits, you shut them all down and make sure they're all kosher. After if you don't, after the second one hits, then you should have known something is wrong here because the chances of those machines hitting 
are so phenomenal for two of them to hit at the same time yeah. is enormously phenomenal. He said like in the billions. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and a third one to hit, you should have not even paid that out. Yeah, yeah. Um that's yeah. like some Ocean's Eleven type chances yeah. of winning. <laughs> but but if whenever they were mechanical and you can go in and change the mechanics of them, there were slot techs that would come and open it up and and fiddle with it and then their friend would come up and and hit a jackpot yeah that kind of shit happened so you know but it's a totally valid reason to fire the guy yeah it was his job as the slot but then he but then his mistake I I guess you could say is they come to him they tell him exactly what's gonna like they warn him right yeah they give him a warning. They even give him a chance to bring him back in a completely different position. And he's still, you know, that's ultimately what, what does him in. Yeah. That he, he could have, he could have been fine with putting him in something not related to that. Yeah. And entertainment or food and beverage or something that's not. And he would have been fine, but it was his need to, to keep, to maintain control once he was gone. That, that screws him over. Yeah, and and it, the reason I say it's not that satisfying is because it's like I I would have probably done the same thing. Like that that guy deserved to be fired, and he deserved to not come back. But he has he should have played the game. Like he knows what the consequences would have been. The guy even says like it would be a shame if like they look a little closer into your gaming license or something. And he just says that's really like inappropriate. I don't want you to talk about that. I'm not going to hire your guy back. Because he says right at the beginning, like, I'm only going to do this if I have complete control over my casino. And I think that's just like he does that to a fault. Yeah, um, it's like his his ego is getting in the way at that point. Yeah. Um, with, with the commissioner guy. Because he could have backed down at any moment and have said, okay, well, if, if, I, if I do this for you, if I bring Don back and put him, he'll have the same pay. He's just not going to be on the casino floor because I can't have him out there. He's a liability. I'll put him behind the scenes somewhere out of the way. He can, he can have a nice desk job somewhere. And, and, and he's sympathetic and, towards and that. In, 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 in return, I want to make sure that my license gets, gets through because I really, this casino is my heart. I love this casino. You know, I love I love being in the casino business and all of my casinos are on the up and up and I would really like for you, if I'm giving this to you, I would really like something in return. Mm. I mean, that's the way the game is played and it just it's completely lost on him because he, of his ego. He wants control over the he game. He wants it, control over everything. Yeah. yeah. And he's 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 always just so proud of the casino being on the up and up, and he's just like, I have control of this. I'm doing this. I'm gonna be the one to do this. And even though he's doing this stuff like grounding the flight for the high spender, and oh, uh, I I believe back. that shit's still done today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? His name was uh, Ichikawa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Grounding grounding his flight claiming there were no connecting flights, bringing him back in the casino and letting him just gamble all of his winnings back away. Plus another million. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they made out. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, 
with all that, even though he is like claiming he's like on the up and up, he he knows how to do his job really well. Even like even he's like skirting the corners of you know what's uh, moral, definitely. Um, he's willing to bend those corners when it gets him money and it gets him success. But when it's something that he's gonna have to scratch someone else's back for them to scratch his, that's something that he just won't won't do. Where um, he's really talented in the other way, though. He can find the rules to break to to improve his standing um which i would like to see a little bit more of that like where he his ego got in the way Um, yeah i would like to see more of that happen in the casino mm um you get little snippets like his first uh his first talk with don like don is chatting up some some people playing slots and he comes over to him and says, clean, clean up, clean up this area. It's your job to keep this place clean. You know? And he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yes, Sorry. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Don't call me, sir. Or he calls him Sam. Sam. Yeah. Don't call me Sam. I'm Mr. Mr. Rothstein or mm-hmm. whatever. And I would like to see more of that in the casino and, and yeah. see the casino kind of fall apart because it's, called casino it's yeah. not called the story of it's not called ginger, it's not called ginger. Ace, Ace, ginger and nikki yeah. you know There's, there isn't even a casino on the poster oh there isn't wait what's I on the poster is it it's ginger? just it's just like three of them i think yeah. i stopped looking at posters when we stopped making funny posters of us mm. yeah it's literally Maybe just the three of them in like las vegas in the very corner you could probably not even tell it's vegas yeah yeah, that would be a faded picture of me staring. <laughs> we could do like we would we would we could do like a poster after the car bomb in the beginning where he's falling down. <laughs> we could have all of us just <laughs> falling, which is still so funny. Oh, that opening, well, yeah, scene that is was so something silly. that was something we talked about as well. That opening, the opening explosion. Like, did you read anything about about it being? The so at being the descent into hell, I didn't read that. I didn't. All I did confirm was that the they genuinely do think the reason that he survived was because of the plate. Yeah. Um, that was located on whatever side of the car. Yeah, because yeah. they put a bomb under the passenger, but the plate was on the driver's side. Yeah, and it was only in that model year because of a balance issue. Yeah. But yeah, I did see that that was actually the reason they yeah. thought he survived. I still don't understand why they allude to it being Nikki that did that. I don't I don't I couldn't find any confirmation as to that. The bit um because it was retaliation. But at this point, Nikki seemed Could, to be very much like I'm not going to kill him. You're stupid. I shouldn't have gotten involved with you, Ginger, and like that seems to be the last thing that we But Ginger's hear. gone by then. Yeah. It, it seems like it's a way to <laughs> get to his own death to get to Nikki's death. Yeah. Cause the movie, at least I thought it insinuates that Nikki gets killed because of the hit he put out on, on ACE. I think that plus just the snowball effect of everything that he did. Right. Behind, like under the mob's nose. Well, but yeah, I, because, because Nikki, Nikki's actions without the consent of the bosses is what got him. Yeah. And them assuming that Nikki retaliated against Ace without their permission would be something big. Yeah. Because they knew they could still get money out of Ace. Yeah. I, I couldn't find confirmation money. of either one who, or 
Nikki's murders, yeah, but not because of that. So I I heard that the one thing that I saw that was like, okay, here's like some evidence as to why maybe Nikki would have would have uh, ordered the bomb is at that point the mob didn't know about the affair, so he was they're thinking that he did it so he wouldn't tell them about the affair because if they learned about the affair, then that's like a death sentence for Nikki. Cause that, like they say, you don't, you don't sleep with other people's wives. That's just too messy. Right. So the assumption is that because of the affair, he tried to kill him. So he couldn't tell the mob about the affair mm. and get him killed, but he still got killed. Um, what yeah. I, what I did see was that for, Nikki or when him and his brother died or the in real life it was at a house and they thought that his brother was going to be added to or made part of the like a made man yeah and because I think that was revealed during like the court case that they they didn't go to the field first they went to a house and then from there they were killed and transported to the field yeah to a cornfield uh, in the in the bits I was listening to, they said they would go down. They they went to the house. They went downstairs, and when they went downstairs, they saw like everyone was there that had like had gloves on. <laughs> then, yeah, um, apparently it was. I, I think they were beaten to death uh, just by like fists and and kicking and everything. It wasn't uh-huh. a bat. Um, so it probably would have been pretty brutal. <laughs> no, I, I like no the, two bats at once. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I like the brutality of the bats. Yeah, just like I like Nikki's brutality of the vice, the head in the vice. It's a, it's a good like, hey, you, <laughs> this has been what you've been doing to other people. It just it will come around to you. And the hammer, the hammer, the hammer in the guy's yeah. hand. Um, yeah. Which wasn't a Nikki thing. That was an ace thing. But you know he did 10 times worse than that. I mean, you see him stabbing people with the pens. You see them, uh, the scene where he just breaks the guy's windshield with the garbage can. <laughs> um, yeah, and all the different hits he had put out. Because uh, those are the unsanctioned hits for like the casino manager and his and his wife. And he's the one that kills Greens. Um, oh, yeah, uh, the, the lady. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So all that coming back around to him to just to be brutally beaten by a bat and then buried alive is pretty rough. But I don't know. Deserved? Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know that anybody deserves to be beaten like that. Buried alive. Yeah. He did have a son. Yeah. He did have a son. All yeah. right. I believe my friend Eric went to school with him. With his son? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was he, uh, how was he? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, it wasn't me. It was Eric. <laughs> we would have to have, we would have to ask Eric. I was supposed to have dinner with him last night and, and it got canceled. So. Uh, I was going to ask him last night, but it got canceled. So. Cause he was apparently according to the movie, a good dad. <laughs> he seemed like a good yeah. dad. Something we making, didn't mention. Making pancakes for his son and teaching being... him the dangers of butter. Yeah. <laughs> dangers of butter. That clogs your heart. Yeah. Don't eat too much. Uh, Sam also set them up in the little league, the baseball, where yeah. the cop was right. the the cop was the like the captain or something. <laughs> and um, yeah, the voiceover for that's funny because he's like, you know, the the captain was a cop, but it didn't matter because it was all just it was all for the kids, you know. 
And then uh, they're having the conversation about like, you know, I try to tell them that the, you know, it's not just all about hitting home runs and they're kind of bonding over how to raise his kid, which it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they are, they're bonding over, over the kids. Yeah. Which is so out of character for what we've seen from Nikki at that point. Yeah. Just the hot headed will murder you. We see him interact with, with like have more positive interactions with his kid than Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Than Ace does with Amy, yeah. Yeah, Ace has speaks fondly of her, but doesn't really interact with her. Yeah. It seems like he's just getting her out of situations that her mom... Because I don't think you, you never see him like hold her or anything uh, until she's like far older. Um, and he like cuts her ropes that... Uh, Nylons. She was, she was tied up with pantyhose, yeah. Yeah, that Ginger had tied her up with. And locked her in her room so she could go out. And she claims she just did it because she would uh, be back before she was awake. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning that she did that while she was asleep and didn't wake up? (laughs) No. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I was only going to be gone for a little while, she says, I think. Yeah, and she's so like out of her mind, drunk and high. Yeah. Um, and she's not that, a good mom. She, no. I mean, she is not a good mom. She's not. Between tying her up and doing coke in front of her. Doing, yeah, in front with her pimp slash yeah. boyfriend. Who's saying that he's going to like kill her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put, I'm going to send her back in a box or something. Those seeds are funny because she's just in the background messing with him. <laughs> yeah. Like she's like poking his face or yelling at him. And- Amy, Amy is giving the same attitude that, Ace has, you know, just yeah. right thumbing her nose at him and, yeah. <laughs> you know, sticking her tongue out. And Lester's all saying, like, she started it. She started it. Don't blame me. Yeah. But, yeah, no. I uh, I think um, it's it's really too bad we don't see her at the end because I feel yeah. like that's so important to the good side of Ace. That not seeing her makes me wonder, like, is she even with him? Like, I would have liked to have seen, yeah, after he's, you know, blind and doing his doing his thing in San Diego or wherever he is, um, just to have her come, like, bring him a cup of coffee or something, or would would know that okay, well, she has a good relationship with her dad, and like, if she's grown, that would be that would be nice to see. Yeah, because that's the ultimate redeeming quality. Like, it's almost enough to redeem Nikki entirely to me, is to see how he treats his son. Yeah. We're like, that's just so powerful. I think if you treat your children well, you can almost get away with everything else. I don't know. It just, right, it, it could be a murderer, but at least you showed up for your kid. Like, actually, I don't know. <laughs> that's how I feel when I'm watching yeah. the movie. I'm like, yeah, Nikki, he, no matter what, every morning he'd make his son breakfast, like at 6 a.m. after he's done all night doing his gangster stuff. Um, and it's really admirable. Like his his values are hard to pin down, but they're there. Right. Yeah. Because even when he's loan sharking, it, it seems like he has he has more values than maybe Donald does with uh, Baron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't know. We don't have. An we, we don't. Look. We don't know. But you know, for all we know, Donald. You, could you know, be that. he's not making egos for Baron. You know, oh. he's not doing that. He's probably no, getting he's him, feeding you know, him McDonald's yeah. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Cold McDonald's breakfast. 
whatever he didn't finish. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> From the night before. My leftover, my leftover egg McMuffin <laughs> Baron. A oh, poor guy. I don't I don't know how he is though. You think he's gonna turn out worse or better? I hope not. I hope I hope Baron turns out to be gay and just makes a big book uh uh about all of the bullshit that he went through. I think that would be awesome. This is some fan fiction going on. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not be gay with a name like Baron? I mean, come on. <laughs> um, something else that kind of speaks to uh, Nikki's values is there's a scene where he's kind of going through all his loan sharking stuff where he's uh, beating up on this guy because he gambled the money that he had given him instead of uh, paying for like the heat on for his family. Um, oh, he doesn't beat him up. He's he's degrading him yeah, degrading and trying like like tell me the truth. Tell me, did you gamble this money? Well, yeah. And he's like he's rude, but he's I mean, he's yelling, but he's reasonable. He's like yeah. If you tell me the truth, I'll give you the money, and you can and I better hear that you pay off your uh, your heating bill. Um, so he's he's providing a service for his community uh, in well, that way. Uh, yeah, but he's also getting two times that money back in a month. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's also you know other I stuff going on on that. Yeah, but there are. Aspects I mean, he doesn't kill the are, guy for yeah. not paying his bill. Yeah, um, there are aspects of it where I were at least what we're shown where it seems like there's more to like. Um, I'm helping people. But he's yeah, also, yeah, you know, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. uh, there's layers to him. He's not one note. Yeah, mm-hmm. he may be doing it in a very scummy way, but it, maybe it's his version of it or something. Yeah. Um, I think he feels like he's building his empire in Vegas, and he needs to support people in some yeah. way. I don't know. That's a big part of like just the mob in general. Support the community in some <laughs> way, and and then the people are on your the side. People are on your side, mm-hmm. or or. At, if not on your side, they'll turn a turn a side eye to what you're doing, or right? They they just won't let you do what you do. Yeah, treat treat the people who treat you well well, and um, kill the people that get in your way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Strike fear in the hearts of your enemies. Yeah. But strike love in the hearts of your frenemies. <laughs> frenemies. <laughs> yeah. Love your frenemies. Love your frenemies. Nikki. That's a quote from Nikki. Nikki, um, <laughs> Nikki's, Nikki's scheme after he gets black booked, um, that has all the people in all the casinos calling him and mm-hmm. telling him when to go rob the, the guests. I think that's pretty ingenious for like his, uh, is it like a gold shop that he has? Was that what it was? Like a pawn a shop? Pawn right? shop thing. Yeah. 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 Whatever it is. A front. Yeah. yeah. He didn't even keep the stuff there. He kept it in his house and. He kept the good stuff at his house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a safe, in the floor, locked behind the bedroom door, but his wife didn't care because she always slept on the couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which you don't really see him. At, well, you see him and his wife a little bit, but... Um, she just doesn't yeah. show up for after a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. She's like an afterthought. He's yeah. out there. You know, he's playing the game. He's playing the game with all the other women. He's uh, talking about where he sources his ingredients as he just brings her head down. To <laughs> and the other. God, that's so fu- that scene is so funny because he's half right. Oh, uh, in the car? In the, in the car, car, yeah. yeah. And also with Ginger. He does the same move with Ginger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got yeah. one move. 
Yeah, there's a couple cocksuckers in this film. Well, the ginger cocksucker moment, there's a freeze frame on it. When she puts her head down, it freeze frames. It's so weird. Does it? Yeah. Uh, it's so does weird. it freeze frame because pictures are being taken or is it just a weird freeze frame? It's just a weird freeze frame. Oh. Uh, on, on him? <laughs> well, no, he's not even doing that. He's just got a straight face looking forward. Because at first I thought it was just like, oh, they're just slow, but she's not moving. She just puts her head down and freeze frame and he's just that's, looking straight That's forward. why. That's why. Because she just went out of frame. She didn't, she wasn't acting like she was. No, you see her. It's like an overhead shot. You can oh, see, you can, you can see, see her. her yeah, oh, yeah. I wonder why that that's weird though. That for a freeze frame reminds right? me of something that we discussed about just the editing. Some, in this yeah. Movie. yeah. I noticed even more cross dissolves this time, like weird spots. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I was still thinking about that. Um, last week I was like, just how I don't know. It's just simple conversations are just aren't edited in a I don't know in a non-distracting way. It's, it's not even I'm I'm not even asking the movie to be more inspiring. I just want some basic fluidity to to how they're edited. Yeah, it's like seeing some shots are cut way too late. Some shots are cut way too early. It's it's got weird pacing to the cutting. Um, there's also some camera shots that feel like it's from an entirely different movie. Yeah. Where like when they're pushing the the thing in the bank, uh, when they're trying to close it and then the camera does a whip pan just a little bit too early and then they shove it closed. During some of the shootout scenes, there's like random whip pans left and right that just feel like they're not, they're like not from a different movie. Scorsese movie. Yeah. Um, but that goes along with the editing where it's just like all over the place. It's It's so weird. There's some decisions where I'm not sure if it was like baked in how it was shot or if it's like some post-processing effect. Um, so I, I did see this was the first movie that they filmed digitally. Oh. And so oh. they were having fun with it. So maybe that... Was this nominated for an Academy Award for editing? I thought it was just supporting actress, but I'll confirm that would probably explain why there's some cross dissolves because they're like, we can keep this running forever. We don't have to worry about burning film. Just let the whole conversation go yeah. and we'll just cross dissolve in the middle of conversations. They were playing with it. So yeah. it was, um, so it was only nominated for best actress for Academy Award, but it did receive some other nominations and other, you know, film things for best editing. Yeah, the American Cinema Editors Awards. It was nominated. Uh, well, they're it, not it, real. It didn't win though. <laughs> uh, let's see, Thelma Schoonmaker. Thelma Schoonmaker. Yeah, she edited. Seems like she mostly works with Scorsese. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so she, it seems it was like probably, she's done every single one of his movies. It was probably totally Scorsese saying what he wanted and her giving him what he wanted more than it was her call. Yeah. <clears throat> Weird. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it was just that new new capabilities. <laughs> Let's have fun with digital and do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, so there's during that cheating scene uh, where it's like the two guys who have the wire and they're communicating each other through the thigh, the thigh taps and they call, I need a Mr. Happy. 
And that's oh. when they have a happy birthday come out. Cheating in the casino at Blackjack, yeah. Yeah. And I I can't help but ask, like, whose birthday is it? I don't... Th- I think it's someone in the pit. It I don't looked think to it's me like one of the dealers. Yeah. So they just yeah. pretend it's one of the dealers' yeah. birthday? Yeah. Okay. That'd make a little more sense. Or I was wondering if they planted a guy at one of the tables and they have him be at the birthday <laughs> They guy. always have him there. Yeah. Just... Uh, in case ready for that maybe he's mr happy yeah he's mr happy yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's shown the best but it does seem like it's one of the dealers that they yeah because they're in the pit walking up to a table yeah yeah and usually they don't go through the pit like anything outside of the pit doesn't come in the happy birth the mr happy doesn't come into the pit normally the the cake wouldn't come through the pit. It would go on the outside of the pit. Yeah. And they wouldn't celebrate someone's birthday on the floor like that. But not unless you want to tase the cheater. Yeah, not yeah. unless you wanted to, you know. Use a cattle prod on him. <laughs> but it's pretty it's a pretty ingenious uh way to distract people and capture the people you want to capture without being noticed. I wonder if that's a real thing that they do. It not seems now. So you couldn't do that now. No, you can't do well, that like now. it seems so specific that it seems like that's what they did at the time. I like, wouldn't they be surprised if it, it. if it had been done. Yeah. I, you mean they don't cattle prod people in the casinos anymore? <laughs> no. <laughs> they just send security after you. They yeah. don't have to hide it anymore. Yeah, they'll just grab you off the table. And use your take head you in to, the back. Yeah. Use your head to open the door. Use your head to open the door. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do like. I do like that. The scene where he's being punished, but it's kind of like, to me, it's the wrong guy being punished and the wrong guy being let go. Because the guy that was actually cheating and making the bets gets let go. But the guy that was telegraphing what the the dealer had, he got his hand broken. Yeah. With the hammer. Well, he was the one taking advantage of the dealer. I mean, they're both equally as... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're both equally at fault, and I But the other one was actually on the table where the the cheating was happening. I I can't remember what Sam asked the guy that they break his hand. Like, can you do that with both hands? I can't remember what he's asking. Like, the cheating thing? Or, like, the playing poker? I, I don't know what he meant by what he can't do with his left hand. I can't remember what he says exactly. He says something about his chips or something. Oh, you were he was shuffling chips or something at the table. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he was he was taking two stacks and making them into one. Okay, that would make sense then. I believe that's what it was. And then he said, "Oh, can you do that with your left hand?" And he said, "No, I'm right-handed." Yeah. That was his favorite thing to do. And they took that away from him. Shuffle the chips. Yeah. I like he's not dead. Very true. Yeah. They just threw him out back and said that a car hit him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it seems weird that they let that the other guy didn't even get injured. He also offered him, you want the money and the hand will break your hand if you take the money, but not both. (laughs) At least he offered him that. Um, Yeah, he seemed a lot more lenient than, say, Nikki would have been. Nikki would take him out. Nikki would, would take him out. They wouldn't have left the casino. Yeah. Although Nikki at the start did just tell those two guys, oh, the two guys who are waiting for Carmine, they're like, "We're waiting for Carmine. Is Car- Carmine here?" And uh, 
And then Nikki tells him that Carmine left. Does that mean Nikki took care of Carmine already? I don't know who Carmine is. I don't know. I don't know. That that scene that scene with Nikki putting the heat on those two guys, I think he was letting them know that they needed to get out of this casino because yeah. they couldn't they couldn't cheat there. I think the simple phrase like I'm over here now is like enough for them to be like, all right, yeah, we can't we can't <laughs> Yeah, be we in can't here. be like, here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then Nikki is has people in the casino that are cheating. Um, that are, that that are taking advantage of the casino. Yeah, the poker player guy that takes his shoes off and has his stocking feet up on the table. And I think that's just more like, hey, this is my area. Like you can't you can't uh, run this place. That'll be me. Um, yeah. There's a certain amount of like respect towards the mob bosses that I don't think either Nikki or um ace has while nikki far less than ace but i think ace is he he doesn't really care for it that much i don't i don't know it's just a means to the to the end he just wants his casino so he'll play nice but but he is running the casino for them so so i think he's he's more respectful to the business because business has to keep keep coming in yeah for them to be happy he's much more aware of the consequences of, if nikki yeah. fucks up the business then they're going to be happy and now you're jeopardizing my life because i'm in charge of this shit even though I, it goes hand in hand i always feel like sam is it's more about the casino and his reputation than it is like keeping the mob bosses happy yeah it, it, it's both but um yeah i think that's kind of why in the beginning they're saying like oh because they talk about like we're the street kids and they're not going to give us the power like that again, which makes them feel very othered. Mm-hmm. And um, they always they always talk about Sam as like the Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. Like everyone everyone says it. And and this movie is Aladdin, the street rat coming in and getting and, power. Yeah, and yeah, taking and is a uh, Joe Pesci Jafar. Yeah, and Ginger is <laughs> Jasmine. Ginger is uh, <laughs> Iago. <laughs> um, so that always makes him feel a little othered, you know, uh, through just like how people talk about him, where they mm. respect him for the money that he makes. But uh, there's that one guy they kill at the end where they just say he died just because he wasn't one of them, um, even though everyone said like he's he's straight, like he's not going to rat. But he's the guy in the snow they shoot and then they just keep shooting him when he falls next to the car. Oh. He like sets up the casino job for... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay. I know who you're talking about. The guy that set up the job for Ace to come in and um, to be the manager. Yeah. Right. So I wonder is there that... Because they just say like he got... He died because he wasn't one of them. And I does Ace feel that too? Or is that a different thing? Um, I think Ace. I think because care. they couldn't trust him. Yeah, I don't. I, I think because they couldn't trust him. But since they were making money off of off of Ace, mm-hmm. off of Sam, that um, their their trust was always there. He never, he never uh, gave them a reason not to trust him. I think the only time he played, he like towed that line is um 
when they repeatedly ask him to keep on the DL and he starts he starts his show and he starts doing the whole like I'm taking this to Supreme Court with his yeah. decision. He but, makes like, a show seems, of it. Yeah, that's the most like against the bosses that he did. Uh, but I guess he just made enough money where that didn't balance out. Yeah. Because even when he's taken off the, the casino, he's asked to continue his booking like job for them. Keep making them money that way. I did look it up. He was the first one to bring a sports book to... Was he really? To the, to the a casino. Wow. Every the, single sports book should have a picture of him. Cause yeah. He's <laughs> it, 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 just playing casino the whole time <clears throat> and one of the TVs at the sports book. It's ingenious. Because <clears throat> that was his specialty. Is like he was so good at doing all that, yeah. uh, calling he, races yeah, and he, everything. He popularized it. Yeah. I'm surprised none of the sports books are named after him in town. There might be one. Because I think it said the one at the Riviera. Was well, the first one, and that's remember. where he was. That's where he was, right? The, yeah, at the Riviera, at the Riviera, or at the Stardust. I don't. Or remember. It was shot. It was shot at the it was Riviera. Shot at the Riviera. But the sports book scene and his office scene were shot at. It was a different casino. Yeah, I think that was the Jockey Club. Jockey Club. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what you said. It was yeah. the Jockey Club. Must have been an expensive movie to make. The amount that they had to close down for it. I'll just wait till we get all of our new movie studios here in Vegas. And I keep hearing about it. <laughs> Disney I don't think they're going here. to. I yeah. I, it's too hot. I don't see it being as big of an industry as they're making it sound to be. If it does and that's, that somehow happens, oh, that's going to be too much. It's going to be too much, I think. I don't. I don't. I don't see how a company can look at Las Vegas currently and know we're having a water shortage and look at Lake Mead and say, this place is going to be around forever. Let's let's invest, invest billions of dollars into this. We just got a big sphere, Brandon. I, I the don't, sphere I, knows all. I the don't sphere. understand how, how a company can... Yeah, but that's going to make money. Yeah. It's a venue. Yeah. You know. Um it's always been yeah. for tax reasons whenever like they talk about moving things here yeah. and all that. It's always been for taxes. And just a cost thing, right? You're you're gonna save a lot compared to California at least. It'll still be expensive, but compared to California, yeah. Yeah. Mo- make it Make it somewhere that water isn't a problem. Yeah. And the heat isn't a problem because you can only shoot during spring, winter, and and half of fall. Yeah, no outdoor studios for sure. You can't build yeah. like a set outside. And and your indoor studios during the summer are gonna be cost so much money to cool. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't see it happening to the degree people are saying it's gonna happen. I did which, see which is which is which is bad because Yeah. I did see a few days ago that Mark Wahlberg was filming a movie not here in Vegas specifically, but here in Nevada. Hmm. Um so I guess what I will say, it does seem like the person who, Mark Wahlberg who's really pushing this is actively at least trying to make it happen. I would go to Reno 
<laughs> yeah. Reno's if I too were small. Studio. Yeah, but property's cheaper. It's cooler. Lake Tahoe has sufficient water. <laughs> you know, there's there's all of these, you know, all of these red flags about Las Vegas aren't aren't there. I think the distance from LA is another reason. Yeah. Because it's a it's a short drive, short flight. Short, flight doesn't matter. Short flight. Reno, Reno. In yeah. Reno, property yeah. valleys are more expensive than here. Is there? Are they really? Yeah. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Reno's more expensive because it has doesn't have as much room to expand as Vegas does. So they're a lot more limited in in size than Vegas is. So their property values are cut are down higher. some of them trees. Just just get rid of the school. Get rid of Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Get rid of that school yeah, up there. Sell the school to the <laughs> film studios. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of school, I think um, I think the that some of the UNLV students got to work on Casino. I remember Menendez talking about that. Yeah, that that he took took some of the students down and to meet and be on set and and do some work. That'd be a sweet um, opportunity. While they were filming the Tony Roma scene, while they were filming the car bomb scene. Because the movie is yeah. less than 30 years old. Yeah. So that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember him saying that more than once. Yeah. Which I wish would have happened whenever we were there. Like, you needed yeah. Oceans 14. Getting, getting, yeah. <laughs> getting some of the students that wanted to be involved in film involved in films that were being made here. There were a few too. I know there was like, um, there was that Jason Bourne movie that I know through the school on. Yeah. Not through their own accord, but through and the I school. feel like yeah, you could yeah. get those opportunities if there actually is produ- like production studios that establish their like base here or a base here. Yeah. But what are they going to be producing though? They could be producing commercials. They could be producing animation. They could be producing um, those yeah. different stuff. Carrie Fisher's brother, I can't remember his name. Todd Fisher, I think. Todd? Yeah, yeah. He, he he made a studio down here. That's all mostly live events. Yeah. I think is what they're hired out for. Um, so I, I think it'd be a long time. Very before. nice guy. Yeah, he's We've awesome. met him several times. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very nice guy. Yeah, we, we did a tour of his studio and he's he's super, super cool. Um, they have like a replica of the of the uh, Maltese Falcon in there. Yeah, like, yeah, which is super oh, that's cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have like the camera that shot something. Like I don't know if it was the camera that shot Maltese did, Falcon, but they did had you did were you in that class that I went there with? Um... We went with Carl. Carl, I think. I don't yeah. think we went at the same time, but maybe the same. And then you were they were using the Yeah, the switcher. The yeah, uh-huh. and the the different cameras that floated. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And they had a setup like on a live TV set where like you have a director who like who who calls out like one, two, or like camera one, camera two, and then like snap when you want them to cut. That's cool to see. Yeah, it was it cool. was it was really cool. The the students were doing that. They, they oh. was teaching yeah, yeah, Carl was a great teacher. He's I really good. I really enjoyed his class. I love Carl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We went off on a tangent. Well, um, this is our second run through through Casino. Um, <sighs> do we feel like there's anything left we want to talk about? I don't have much else. I know I had a, f- a couple. Yeah. I, I mean, I have I have a couple more 
problems with the film. But I think I, I like the movie more than we make it sound like I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was what we did last time. <laughs> is that we shit on the movie? That's why. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I think it's also much easier to keep talking about criticisms after during a second recording than it is to keep talking about the good stuff. Right. Like, but, like, like. My two biggest problems is Ace letting Nikki gamble in the casino after he was black booked because the casino could have been fined a hundred thousand dollars. Um, that that was that was big for me. I'm like, why in the fuck are you letting him? Why are you giving him a marker? Why are you allowing a paper trail to prove that he was there? Why are you why are you doing this? Like it didn't make any sense to me. And um the other thing was um why whenever Ginger was going crazy didn't wasn't ace proactive about the money that was in the safe deposit box. Like why did he keep it there? Like why did he why keep did he, it there? Why did he let her have and let, the key still? Yeah, after why did, all that time? Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't he change her name on it? Or take her name off or or make him make it be a double signature so she couldn't get in without him. Well, it's not full, it's not a full explanation. I just feel like he always had that part of him that wanted to trust her more yeah, than he should have. Once you once your wife abducts your child and yeah. is going crazy. For you a guy start, named Lester Diamond. Yeah, you, you start <laughs> taking yeah. um, you know, steps to protect yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I, I never see him take any steps to protect himself. And that money was for him in case he got pinched. They would have money. She would have money to live off of and, and have money Get to him bail him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it doesn't make no. sense. It's frustrating because he's like, he seems shocked. Like, why, why can't they... Stop her, but yeah, because you set it up. Signed, yeah, the guy's s- even like, you must really trust your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. the the only the main criticism I have of this movie that I think has gotten worse since last week is that last week we talked about Ginger and how her story feels kind of her Nasa story feels disconnected, and I was trying not to fault it too much because it's based on real people, and then talking about it this week and about how Ace's controlling nature isn't as shown as much as we would have liked in their relationship. Well, I think that's the solution despite the fact that this is a real story. That's the solution to tie the failure of the casino and the failure of his relationship together and make a more cohesive story. And his friendship with with Nikki. So I think my... I have the same criticism, but I think it's, I feel more strongly about it now yeah. that we talked about that specific aspect of his character. Mm-hmm. We always talk about movies and always make them better in some way. Like we fix them. And then I'll drive home and I'll be like, huh, I wonder if we could actually fix this movie or there's probably a bunch of thousands of producing or studio reasons that it can't happen that way right like or editing or they didn't get enough uh they didn't get the shot or something i i think about that when i'm like heading home I'm like oh we think we can make this movie better but what are the thousands of reasons it probably can't yeah yeah well yeah. okay are we ready to move on to quotes sure 
I actually have a different quote from last time. I'm not that inspired, but <laughs> let me find it. There's a lot of quotes in this movie, though. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. All right, I've got my quote. Go for it. Um, It's when, it's same as last week when Nikki is talking about the mob boss in Kansas City, Piscano, who ends up screwing them over. <laughs> oh, yeah, the biggest big mouth ever. Uh, Piscano. And it's just a funny line, but Nikki says, this guy could fuck up a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and that's after the mob the mob boss guy was like, no records. Do yeah. not write any records. <laughs> and like the next time we see him, he's like, I'm keeping records. And I'm then making like, sure. thanks for the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and has a fucking heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my quote this time is uh, Nikki talking to the guy who had his feet up on the table mm. um, after he gets off the phone with Ace. And he says, you took your boots off. You, uh, you took your boots off. You put your feet on the table. You shit kicking, stinky horse manure smelling motherfucker. You. <laughs> <laughs> I will always appreciate a good use of stinky, and I like that. Um, that's most poker players though. They're disrespectful mm-hmm. of everything. Um, taking their shoes off, just being there for days without showering. Um, well, like yeah. people like soil themselves at like slot machines because they don't want to leave. Oh my god! I think had a, a couple of thing. people piss and shit in the chairs and in the poker rooms that I've worked at. Are these people who are like, oh man, able to get up able and go to, to the bathroom? Yes. Are they at least winning? <laughs> one guy, one guy, one guy whipped it out and started pissing underneath the table. And thought he could get away with it. And the dealer was like, what the fuck is that? And and looked and the guy was pissing and called for the floor to come over. And was he peeing on the dealer? He was pissing on the, like the base of the table has two metal um, bases that come down. And he was pissing on one of those and it was splattering everywhere. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> my that mic. is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my one god. One lady one lady shit in a chair, realized she had done it, moved the chair, went up to her room and then called down and told the floor manager that she thinks she may have shit in the chair and the floor manager went over and it was all like just brown <laughs> diarrhea water all over the chair. Oh my god. Oh she went up to her room. <laughs> up to her room first. Izzy daisies. <laughs> It is. It it's is, a it mental a, disorder. I hate it. It's addiction. It's so dumb. My uh, my grandfather, he he worked in the casinos around this time that this movie was set yeah. in. Um, and uh, he's Italian. So uh, he was, I, I assume he was in in some of this. Yeah. Uh, but Did he got the juice? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but he he, I, he always talks about like the, the how destroyed these people's lives would be just like like they say you know that you keep them there you get them there and you keep them there until they lose everything and they always win the house always wins and that's never that's never changed mm-hmm. that hasn't changed yeah i casinos are are completely 100% vampires yeah 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 and it's worse now than ever they know how to get you 
Yep. They know they, they got the algorithms. They just, they just have signs now that say that offer help for gambling addiction yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that solves everything. But you know, yeah. as an employee, you cannot approach someone and say, I believe you have a gambling problem. Here's a pamphlet. You cannot do that. Right. He gets fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if someone approaches you and says, I believe I have a gambling addiction, you can go get them a pamphlet, but not the other way around. Oh. Yeah. And you can only cut them off if they've been drinking too much. Not if it's they, always the drinking. Not if they're gambling yeah. more than what their capacity is. Yeah. yeah. Even if you know they are. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. I got lost. We, we kind of talked about it, but the whole just being able to cash checks at the at the casino, right? Just being able to. Oh, that's why. Like how the, predatory they are with employees. The 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 local casinos. Yeah. The reason why they're local casinos is because you can go cash your paycheck there. Yeah. They oh here we got free paycheck cashing. Come down, cash your paycheck. That's so fucked spin, up. Spin spin the spin the wheel. You could win a roll of quarters. It used to be a roll of quarters. Now it's like slot play. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, because if you cash your paycheck here, you're gonna play something while you're going out the door Fuck, that's so messed and quite up. possibly could gamble your entire paycheck or you could triple your paycheck or you could win you could, <laughs> you could win your quit paycheck. your job <laughs> i always i've always said they don't build casinos to give away money <laughs> yep yeah. If yep. if if you won and you tripled your paycheck, that means three hundred people lost their paycheck. Yep. <laughs> it's not it's not an even no, exchange. <laughs> yeah. You're not making back all the money that everyone has collectively lost. No. no. Exhibit A, the new casino that's being built down the street. <laughs> oh if yeah. If there's that... casinos being built, it's because they're making money. Yeah. Dur- yeah. Are you talking about Durango? Yeah. 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 I think that's the station casino, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's station. Yeah. I keep yeah. seeing billboards saying like "Don't get FOMO applied to work at Durango," and I'm yeah. just thinking like, man, yeah, I mean, don't miss it, out. It FOMO? keeps. I, I don't know. In the grand scheme of things, do you want your whole economy based on casinos? No. Is that the nature of Nevada? Yeah, and do they actually give jobs to people? Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they a lot of pay well. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's. <laughs> It's a give and take. But it's yeah. the man, man. It's the man. Yeah. All our tax breaks going to casinos. All our taxes going to casinos. Taxes should they should tax the shit out of casinos. Yeah, tax a bit, but just I don't like not they, enough. Just like they should tax pot more. What? They should tax pot more. My pot's gonna be more expensive now? Fucking pothead. Shut up. I don't give a shit. I, I don't I don't <laughs> if, if I don't go there and I don't smoke it, tax the shit out of it. You're gonna ruin my life savings if you get that passed. Ten ten percent is not enough. You know how much enough. weed I fucking buy? Ten percent like is not enough. Ten percent is all they they take. They might take eight point five in the sales tax. I'm pretty tax. sure it's twenty percent that gets taxed. I, I looked into how much money they were bringing in for schools. Oh, then and I don't know how not, much of that. And it's not much. Right. And that's what they sold it on. No, they sold it on you can get high and have fun. And that's what I do. 
I do both those every day. And and, and like supporting Las, education. And Las, <laughs> Las Vegas smells like a great big skunk farted in Las Vegas now. Because that's what pot smells like, skunk farts. You know, it smells you, the same. It's always smelled. Like skunk farts. Yeah. Did you give your quote? I can't remember. No. Can you give your quote? Oh, sure. <laughs> you're, you're rushing me? Wait, what do you mean? I'm not rushing. You're rushing me? Are you rushing? Or are you dragging? You make me pop your fucking eye out of your head like to protect that piece of shit Charlie M. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that scene is so brutal. I paid a lot more attention to the eye popping out this time. Uh, <laughs> I, I really like it. I, I, I like the, the mob violence, air quote mob uh, violence in films like this. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, and and Scorsese does it well too, like this and Goodfellas and things like that. Like it's yeah, yeah, it's like over the top, kind of. We want something out of you first. Give it to us. Oh, once we get it, we're just gonna fucking kill you anyways. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the guy who got shot by the cops who was just holding the sandwich. Oh yeah, I'm his hero. Poor guy. He was part of the gang. <laughs> Justice for him. Sandwich guy. Sandwich guy. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Well, we got your um, meme review for us. Yeah. Fun I'll give this movie three out of three juggling balls. I give this movie six out of six jagoffs. <laughs> jagoffs. Jagoffs. I give this three baseball bats bathed in bludgeoned brotherly blood out of three. Oh, brotherly blood. That's dope. Yeah. All right, why don't you give us your real review, Brandon? Um, I give it, I give it a nine out of ten still. Yeah, I uh, for as much shit as I talked about it, I still enjoy watching the movie. It's still an enjoyable movie to watch, and it's fun to watch. Uh, Sharon Stone spiral as Ginger. Um, she's good. Yeah. All right, I also give it a nine out of ten still. Um, I think I actually came to appreciate a lot more of the ginger stuff where I'm trying to fill in some holes in my head. Um, some, yeah, some plot holes in my head where I'm thinking he must've been much more, uh, controlling than is shown. And that makes more sense to where, where, uh, ginger goes. But even by like not doing that, I feel like I've, I am much more interested in what type of person ace is what type of person ginger is and why the relationship wasn't going to work by how he just pays her off immediately he tries to like buy her trust and then he starts spewing off about how we need to trust each other and how that spirals the whole final scene um well final bunches of scenes where uh it's it's after amy gets tied up um sam goes to the restaurant and they have the whole thing between him and Nikki and uh, Ginger. And then Ginger asks Nikki to kill him. And he says no. And then he gets the gun. And it goes to her showing up at the house in the morning, crashing into his car. That whole scene is like, or that whole part of the movie is really, really like fun to watch. Like it's a train wreck. You can't look away because Ginger is so good. And um, it's just so hectic. And I, and I love that. And I didn't really appreciate that the first time. Um, and this time I, I was just enjoying that a lot. 
that combined with how much I already enjoy all the casino bits, because all the casino bits are like perfect. I love it. Love it. Casino and mob bits, amazing. And I appreciate the ginger parts more, which I didn't last time. Um, and so, yeah, 9 out of 10. Uh, I'll also give it a 9 out of 10. I think this movie, while not super rewatchable for me, is very interesting because it, it it does a lot of things right and it makes all of their stories very interesting. While I while I may feel disconnected at times, there's still interesting stories that that are told, and I, all the acting is is done well. I love De Niro. I I I think I don't know. There's something about his old man, not Jewish. Italianist that I, <laughs> that I like. Yeah. I can't I can't quite explain it. So I'll I'll enjoy anything that he does. Joe Pesci is is great in this movie. He's just Joe Pesci, but he's still doing an awesome job. Sharon Stone is doing great too. And I I genuinely she's the best one. She's doing the best job in this movie. The her being as annoying as she is is a credit to how well it's acted. And I'm just a sucker for anything that's that takes place here in Vegas, and, and 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 especially something like this that actually incorporates the real history of Vegas. I think is it just has a has a special place for me, and and I'll enjoy this anytime I watch it again. Just probably not too soon. So nine out of ten. All right, and if you are a fan, if you're a uh, Dewim fan. As we call our uh, fans. For the first time ever. <laughs> our <laughs> If you're a dewum, uh make sure to tell some friends about us. We like uh, to have our opinions heard. That's what we're here for is to have our uh, second week casino takes heard by many's. So if you appreciate it, please, please let your friends know that this is a podcast that you enjoy, maybe, if you do. And uh, make sure to email us at our email. Dinner with the movie 2020 at gmail.com. There you go. And we'll uh, respond. We've already gotten some some spicy takes through the through the internet. Yeah. 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 We got uh Karina says hi from her from our fan. Not fans, fan. <laughs> <laughs> and Kai said that Brandon's Russian impression was okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I'm okay. I'm yeah, all right. So we'll we'll okay. take we'll take uh, any criticism you guys have to offer. But if it's bad or negative criticism, I won't tell Blake or Brandon. We we <laughs> we're not going to acknowledge you. <laughs> oh, also, uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please review us uh, on uh, Apple's Podcasts or Spotify or whatever yeah. platform you use. Uh, that is helpful, and we like to see that. And um, uh, write a review that says good things about us. Yeah, don't write bad things Mm-mm. because because we don't cry. write bad things about you. You can email mm-hmm. us the bad things. Yeah, yeah, e- yeah that would be funny. Yeah. It's more funny if you email us it than you do put it on a public space and be funnier than I think that's our motto is be funnier. Be funnier than us? Be funnier than <laughs> last week. Than mean <laughs> online reviews. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Be 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 nice. We're we're nice, gentle people. And we do that we do this for for Karina. The world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do this for Karina every week. And supposedly the yeah. other, you know, 10 to Some, 20 Sometimes listeners. Andrew, sometimes Jared, sometimes Kai. Uh, who else sometimes listens? And also future me, because sometimes I go back to these episodes just for fun. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah. future me, give us a review. Uh, send him in a message. I gave a review before I even joined the cast. Did you really? Yeah, yeah I did. did. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. Throwback. <laughs> uh, how the how is that for our second go through of casino yeah i think it's okay yeah, yeah too bad i went pretty good i think it missed all the spunk from the first one but that's okay yeah that'll uh never be recaptured our yeah. spunk our spunk will never uh because um, you capture it so well <laughs> <laughs> i capture the spunk <laughs> you always capture my spunk really well thank you very much brandon <laughs> Are we keeping our choice last week or are we going again? Of course yeah, we're keeping we'll keep our it. choice. Okay. All right. So last week when we did our little uh, grab from the jar, Jose, what did you pick? Uh, what did I pick? Hell or high water. Hell or high water. <laughs> I knew that. So, <laughs> another Taylor, Hell or high water, Taylor's version, some would say. <laughs> um, um, so we're going to watch that next week. Uh, so join us. Uh, for our one and only recording of Hell or High Water. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully. As we descent into hell. There's not technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.